The destruction is still very visible in Wairua, a week on from when the river swallowed half the town. About 250 homes were inundated and the town has only just reconnected to the outside world. With hundreds homeless, Hinemehe Marae has become the focal point for the town's response and it's being run by some of those worst affected. Jamie Tahana and cameraman Samuel Rillstone paid a visit. One week on, Wairua is still cleaning. The army marches streets with shovels, Bulldozers roll out of driveways, yet another bucket of silt and muck. Street after street is piled with debris, beds, toys, furniture, cars. Sections sapped of colour, gardens, grass and concrete, all the same mud brown of dried silt and dust. Hundreds here have lost their homes, including Michelle McElroy, her whanau forced out with just the clothes on their backs. And none of us could ring one by one. So we had to save ourselves, you know, so uh, as I was driving, I was stopping at houses, just had my hand on my horn and just uh, on the car horn and just ran into some houses just screaming like, move, get out of your house because the river's coming. It took mere minutes for the river to consume the suburb of North Clyde. And it was silent and you would look at it and you go, oh, it's down there. Next minute it was up to your hip. You know, and your car can't go, so it was about move, 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 yeah. Mary Jarden Lewis lost her home too. When I left our property after getting uh, rescuing my mother and my sister, mother being 85, uh, where the water was up to my waist. I shut the gate so none of our our stuff could float out out on the road. And ever since they've been at Hinemihi Marae, Ms McElroy has what photos she could salvage drying on the concrete out front. But in the Farekai next door, she and dozens of others work from dawn till midnight in what's become the hub for Wairua's response. Inside is brimming with donated kai, dozens of people wrapping sandwiches for those cleaning up. On the other side, they're sorting packs. Things like nappies, kai, bottled water. Out front, they sift through donated clothes. Out back, Steve Foley mans the barbecue. Just whatever, taking the meat, stock taking meat, and meat's coming from everywhere. We're doing 600 meals three times a day. Yeah. For the couple of hours we visit, the donations keep pouring in. Just for Wairua, bro. You know, that's, that's home. That's, that's just going to, in there, just got to do it. Wairua's going to get back to where it was. Yeah. Mary Jarden Lewis, who lost her home, is running the kitchen. We're pumping along, Farmano. We're feeding the people, feeding the people, feeding the people. It's all being coordinated by Michelle McElroy, her home gone too. But she's determined to help Wairua. It's what Marae do best, she says. You collapse at night and, and your bones are sore and you go, snap out of it, you're going to carry on. You know, we'll, get a, we'll collapse later. But while the aroha is strong, concerns are mounting. People are exhausted. Many of the homes here are uninsured. How will they rebuild? Where? Ms McElroy says many had to run for their lives and lost anything. And that trauma hasn't quite been processed. It's the post, um, all of this chaos. It's the, the recovery. How do we deal with all that? The half of our whānau here uninsured, um, low socioeconomic um, area, and now we're getting the houses condemned. How do we fix that? They don't have the answers yet, but the whānau here at Henemehi are determined. It might take a while, but Wairua's bouncing back, they say.
It's in a waiata composed by Mary Jarden Lewis and her mokopuna in the Marae kitchen. Hide it under the river silt Though I'm gonna let it shine I'm gonna let it shine, oh Lord I'm gonna let it shine Let it shine, let it shine All the time